are going to be listening to another Christmas movie review by Melinda, my co-host, and myself. This will be a wonderful, funny at times, but dramatic too, kind of review. And then we will have one more that follows this, which is part two to this movie. And that will be our very last one for the year. So sit back, get some hot chocolate, some maybe eggnog, spiced or unspiced, hot apple cider, Maybe sit in front of the fireplace, put your headphones on, and listen to us talk about a California Christmas. <laughs> hey, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? What? What did I do? Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> try to calm down beforehand, and all it did was make us giggle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here, let's see if I can do this right. Hi, this is Christy from Life Struggles and my co-host Melinda. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna edit that out. Yeah, I think that works. Okay. They can so, see how goofy we are behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to do a review on the movie called A California Christmas. Yes. I hope you guys will really, really take the time to watch it because um, as we're looking back, it's not showing like the best of, re- of reviews. Um, but I actually had to talk Melinda into watching it because when she first started, what did you say? I, I couldn't get into it. Right. And yeah, and like I said, I don't know if that was because my kids were, you know, in and out of the room and asking this next, asking that, but I just I just could not get into it. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm no glad I watched way, it. You gotta try it, it's so good. Yeah, it and it ended up being very good. Okay, so um I'm just gonna give you a brief overview of what it is and then we'll go into some more details. So um Joseph, who is one of the main characters and a really good looking guy. Yes, he is. He is. Um, he is a rich son um, of a rich real estate mom. So I didn't really hear much about dad. We didn't talk much about dad, except that he was there early on in his life, but not later. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so he's basically, Joseph has basically been um, living his life carelessly and kind of womanizing. Rich playboy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And mom decides he needs to stand up and be part of the business or get out. So she kind of does a test. I I would call it a test. I don't remember that she calls it that, 
but at any rate, she is trying to close a deal on a dairy farm. Um, gosh, what's the name of that city? It's, uh, let me see if I can find it. Pet- Petaluma. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Petaluma. Let me see here. That's actually one thing I did not. I think it's Petaluma. Look up. Well, I'm pretty sure it's Petaluma. But we'll go for that. You can look it up, but anyway, it's in California. Um, And it's on a dairy, it's a dairy farm that um, Laura has been trying to save. And um, she's not willing to give into this contract um, for a buyout. And so he is, Joseph is given the job to use his charms and go get her to sign this contract. Yes. So go from there. Okay. Well, uh, just to kind of give a little bit of info, the um, Callie is the daughter of uh, well, who runs the They're family dairy farm. Yeah. And then you have uh, Hannah as well. And then the mom is Wendy. Um, your Joseph. Um, he's, yeah, he's this, um, this rich playboy who has been given the task by his mother that if he wants to take, you know, over on this business, that this is the one deal he's got to close in order to make that happen. So he thinks this is going to be an easy peasy, go in there, charm her, and then he's going to come out with this deal. And well, if, when you yeah. see him, you'll understand why, because women would just fall right for him. But yes. that does not happen. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, you know, from the get go, it's already chaotic there. You know, he, he's walking up thinking, you know, that he's got this. And before you know it, he's helping, you know, deliver a, a, a calf you know, straight out the gate. And she's just like, all right, you're here. This and this and this and this. And the, it oh, was just, she's it's bossy. She's money. like, grab the legs. Yeah. She's like, what are you, what are you staring at? <laughs> grab a hold. And you know, this poor guy, you know, he's a city boy. He has no clue what's going on. And he didn't have any intention of, you know, not what's the word I'm looking for he was just going in to do his job and now he's found himself into a situation where they think that he's the new farmhand (laughs) which was not his plan no so it was the little sister Hannah that just assumed he was the new ranch hand yeah just like said okay (laughs) yep so he officially was dubbed Manny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from that moment on and and quickly realized that this was not going to be easy for him she is not money hungry at all she's a family first memories first type of girl and you know so he he continues on this role of playing Manny who has yet to show up the real Manny of course and he gives um, Leo, which is, I don't even know, like, I don't want to call my handler, but what would you call Leo? It's Leo, right? Leo, Leo was actually um, right hand man of his mother. Yeah. But he kind of acted okay. like a butler. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of, you know, he's like, go get me farm clothes. And so, he, you know, he, 
he puts he him a task. Yeah, he gives him yeah. the task of finding the real Manny, and the only thing that he knew about him is that his name was Manny. <laughs> he was supposed to be out at this farm, and so poor Leo has to try to find this guy and pay him off, so that he doesn't come out there and and blow this uh, Joseph's cover. And he's kind of a shyster through the whole thing. I mean, yeah. even though I mean. Not in a horrible way, but he's like, he picks up on, hey, they've got money, so I'm going to take advantage of this. Yes. <laughs> so when Leo finds the real Manny, he is my favorite character in this whole thing. Not even what, Manny or Leo? Manny. Well, I mean, I do like Leo, but you know, when you were first telling me about this and trying to convince me to rewatch it, and you're telling me that Manny's like, oh, well, I'm going to, they got money. I'm going to play this for all it's worth. I thought he'd be like, some sleazy grimy dirty person that was just gonna you know completely blackmail him but i mean was but in this hilarious like he should have his own show sleazy no and not at all he was hilarious and seemed like a pretty genuine person but he was like okay i'm 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 gonna milk this and he hilarious he is hilarious um i i also think that he um I can't even though I could see him as a ranch hand ranch hand um he also seemed immature mm-hmm. oh yeah but but it was okay I mean like I, I could see him doing what he was supposed to do if he was a yeah. ranch hand and then running back to his trailer and playing his game video games <laughs> yes that is one of the things that just just got me is that you know they're in this so, you know, when he, Leo finds him and they, he's like, you know, he lets him drive his really nice vehicle and man, he's just having a good old time. And <laughs> he's like, you know, yeah, poor guys. Hey, hold on to the sissy bar because he's scared to death. And, you know, so Manny, you know, they're like, you know, where can we find accommodations here? And Manny's like, all right. So they're running this like extravagant home. I'm, I'm assuming it's a home or something because there's. The well, they rented, and- yeah manny found the most expensive place he could to rent <laughs> yeah. i mean it looks nice well yeah I, I would mind being held up and something like that i know so you know they all three eventually get together you know after joseph's very rough first day you know he was he was told you know it, you know the days start at 6 a.m and he had you know milking the cows and you know fixing the chicken coop and you know just all this stuff shoveling horse and you know just all these really rough jobs that a city boy would not handle well so here's the funny thing is that like melinda's saying is that he absolutely knew nothing nothing about being a ranch hand and when I say nothing, I mean, like, when he started reading the list, he didn't even know what things meant, yet alone yeah. do them. And yeah. so he had it set up with Manny to be able to call him to help him out with, well, yeah. I don't think Manny understood that that was going to be like calling him 24 hours. <laughs> Full-time job while he's chilling out playing video games. Yeah, uh-huh. it was very much interrupting his day. <laughs> Because, yeah, he literally, you know, knew nothing. He's like, what is muck a stall? He didn't know. And then he gets his axe caught in this big old tree stuff. And he's like, how do I get this out of here? And 
you know, some people may laugh at it, but it's like, if you've grown up in the city your whole life, yeah, you're, you're not going to know any of this stuff. So yeah, um, you know, Manny and, and Leo, while they're in the middle of, you know, playing video games with each other and enjoying wine and facial masks, <laughs> Joseph's out here playing Manny. That facial mask get... was towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just so Pretty funny, funny, but their relationship that they ended up forming, uh, Leo and uh, and the, the OG Manny, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I loved it. I think it was a good comedic relief for this movie. Right, you know, to kind of break up the thing that's going on over here, where he's lying to this this girl and her family, and trying to convince them, you know, that you know maybe they should sell, and look what you could do with all this money, and and okay, so we need to give you a little bit of background on that. So first of all, yes. um, Lauren's father has passed away. Yes, um, Lauren and, and Holly's, and her mother is currently. Um, fighting, battling fourth stage cancer and not winning. Mm-hmm. And the chemo treatments are not working. They've stopped working. And so even though the doctors have said that if they start another round, they, it could possibly give her two more years, she declines to do that because during the treatment, she was so sick that she wasn't enjoying her family time. So she decides not to go through with that and spend the rest of her days being with her two daughters. Yeah. Also is not really aware of how financially in debt the dairy farm is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're buried in debt and, fighting monthly just to, you know, scrounge just to get by. And she knows to an extent that they struggle, but, you know, a piece of information comes out at a later time that she's thinking, you know, there's going to be this money here that's going to help pay off those debts once she's gone. But then you find out that there's a little hiccup and that's not happening. So she's not fully aware of the severity of the situation at, you know, the beginning to the middle point of the movie. And also throughout the movie, um, there is a, f- okay, so first of all, you do need to know that Lauren's father and her husband were killed in a car accident. Yeah. And you find um, out that she was in the vehicle she was too. In the vehicle with them and she survived. Yes. Um, his, so her husband's best friend mm-hmm keeps trying to step into her life to actually be her boyfriend yes. even his name though Connor, I think. his name was Connor yep yeah. um I didn't like him from the beginning just no trust. yeah you well you know at first I was kind of like okay he's cute baby but she made it clear from the get-go that they're not going to be an item you know him yeah him and Liam were best friends And you can see that it also appears that he probably has a drinking problem as well, because he did get physical with her, like grabbing her arm in the bar there. Cause she bartends in the evenings to help, you know, raise money for her family. And you see him get kind of rough with her and he's intoxicated. Um, And Joseph, even though he's a rich, spoiled 
womanizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, he still, when he sees this, steps in and says, the lady asked you to step away. And she does. Yep. So um, I admired that part. So yep. even though he might be this rich, the spoiled rich guy, he was apparently brought up with some manners. Well, yeah. And the fact that he didn't just go in there and just be like, you know, this is why I'm here. You can tell that he's got somewhat of a conscious on it, conscious of him on him because he's, he, he could very well just be like, okay, no, I'm not Manny and you need, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pay you this and, and convince her, but no, he, you know, even though he keeps up the charade and it's not good, I believe it's, it, I got the feeling it's like, because he generally cares about her and her mom and sister and wants to help them. I saved the, the ranch. More, yeah. I felt like the more he saw the the love of the land that through her eyes, um, I think it was more of that than, I mean, yes, he was attracted to her, probably mm-hmm. mostly because she was the first woman that didn't give in to him. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's quieter. She's strong. <laughs> yeah. Even though her mom does say that some part in there, she's not as strong as she acts. Well, yeah. So be careful with her. But um, she's just, she's very bossy. She knows what she's doing. Um, but I think she has her guard up, her heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you do see those parts where she breaks down when she does visit, you know, the crash site mm-hmm. where she lost her dad and, and her uh, and Liam. Um, so you see a little bit of that, but you don't see her put her guard down too incredibly much through like the first half of the movie. Right. Um, they, they didn't rush into, um, oh, absolutely not. you know, the development of the characters, but it wasn't so slow that I'm just like, okay, when is this going to happen? Cause you know, eventually you figure it's going to happen. Um, but you know, like I was telling you earlier, these two have amazing chemistry on screen but there's a very good reason why mm-hmm. and uh, you that already? do you think we should or should we wait i think you should wait to the end okay i'll wait all right but they have amazing chemistry they really do and yeah and they're acting very well together mm-hmm. um but there's there's a lot of parts in there and I guess we're not supposed to be telling the whole movie because then you guys don't have to watch it Um, I think I think a couple times we told when we we told the whole movies but we get so excited well you know when they're the good ones you just you can't help yourself but you know we're listening to us talk about it isn't as good as watching it yourself but you know no, it's yeah. not, but, it, we, but we it'll spark your interest <laughs> enough that you'll want to watch it because we just, there's, there's no way that we can describe it as real as I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a fan of, you know, a, you know, a potential love story or potential sad story, watch it for the Manny and Leo show. <laughs> like literally <laughs> they just, they're just funny together. And, See, and maybe it, it's because. My, I, I started out with my podcast as a, I mean, in true life, in real life, as, as somebody who helps people through life struggles. And yeah. so when I see these movies, I'm watching like the struggles in it yeah. um, more than like the, the romance and, 
you know, all those things. So I see her mother struggling um, to look like she's okay to, you know, to not worry either one of her daughters. You know, I was confused about the age difference in those girls. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the times when my son walked in, he thought the mom was a grandma. Right. And that uh, and that Callie was, the was the mom. And mm-hmm. then Hannah was the daughter. I was like, no, I was like, they're siblings. And you know, and I, you see a, a decent amount of families that have a, a pretty good age gap there. Um, but How yeah, there's a lot of things in the movie. You know, like, I would think that I kind of got the impression that Hannah was like 11, 12 years old. Right. And how old? And, early 20s I mean you, you know if not mid-20s but I mean there's definitely I would think a double digit age gap there yeah it was kind of refreshing though because you know normally you just see in some cases just like one single kid who's you know or one single main character that's got you know a love interest and you know there's not often siblings and if there are they're more close together close knit but you have this massive age gap but yet these yep, girls are so really super close, close relationship. Yeah. Yes. So I like that they've done that because, you know, while obviously you have a close relationship with your siblings, sometimes when there is a bigger age gap there, it's, you know, there's not as strong of a, of a bond as we've seen here between Hannah and Callie. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, cause I didn't ever see her go to school. Right. Well, it's during Christmas. So it could very well be Christmas. She could have been on break. Well, actually, no. I did see a book bag on her once when uh, uh, Joseph was trying to figure out how to milk the cow and she comes up to him. She's eating an apple. She's got a backpack on. That's true. I just didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I guess in the scenes that we see her in, it's usually at dinner time, having dinner or at breakfast time or, you know, so. Yeah, I think she did go to school. Just they didn't make like a point to be like, you know, well, Hannah's off of school, so let's get this and this and this done. So, right. Okay. Um, so I see, and I also see the younger girl having more worry about her mom and not really grieving about dad. That's not ever really brought up, but. Hannah or Lauren? Hannah. Hannah's the younger one, yeah. Um, but Callie, Callie had a good relationship with her dad and missed both her dad and her husband. So when she went to the site where they had the accident, I, I think she spoke to both of them. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so, you know, I, I saw the struggle of Callie more than anything and I thought she had a lot for her age on her hands. So that was um, knowing that she was going to have to finish raising her sister, losing her husband, losing her father at the same time. And then she's going to turn around and lose her mother. And their their, their farm their, were, yeah. was their whole life. Yep. She That's- spread thin. <laughs> Very and that is making her um, harden so that she can fight um, to save the farm. 
And that's what she's trying to do the whole time. So what does Joseph do as, as part of helping her out? Oh, well, they buy, he buys a bunch of the bakery items that Hannah makes up. And, you know, uh, Leo even makes a comment when he comes back one evening, he's got these multiple boxes and he's like more, you know, more pastries from the, you know, from the farm or whatever. He's like, they could use the money. So he's, you know, buying all this stuff that, you know, that they're making to add a little bit, you know, add a little bit in there. So was that, was that mom helping her make those? Because, um, Callie was working two jobs. She was working as a bartender at night. I think it was just Hannah because um, I I noticed oh, when they were, huh? I, yeah, I don't think so. Because I remember when she was putting the sprinkles on. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, you know, not so much. And then uh, her mom makes the comment that the bakery is wanting to like double the production or something. And Callie makes the comment, well, they're going to, oh, eight. Okay, so she's eight. Because that I think that's literally what she just said is they're going to have to subtle with how much an eight-year-old can make yes you're right so she's eight so if you take and the reason why she may not be grieving her dad as much as this I think it was either two or three years prior that they had passed so she could have only been five or six she may not remember much and um, that that age memory starts fading as far as I, I and I've watched so many movies I don't remember if it was this one or not but I remember and one of them that I was watching that had lost their father or not been around their father in early age was talking to one of the girls that and said that he didn't remember his face anymore. That was in this one. Okay. That was Joseph. That was Joseph. Talking to Callie. To yeah. Callie. Remember, because they were sitting out under the stars after a long day. And she, yeah, and he, he said he didn't out. remember his face so yeah. much anymore or his hair, but he remembered his hands. His hands, yes. Because it appears that he was a handyman. Yes. Of some sort. Because um, him wood, and... A wood uh, something. Yeah, because him and Joseph would do stuff together. And Joseph's got a scar from a tool. From a saw. Uh, yeah yes so, so you, you and, and maybe that's maybe that's how he relatively picked up some of the stuff easier than you would have thought being a city boy because oh he God. had a little I, bit of I that. like died laughing when he like had to fix a generator <laughs> and he get, I don't know was it was it kicking it that actually ended up fixing it <laughs> I don't even know because he was well, doing all means- this stuff and it still didn't work. And then he went out and he kicked it, and then he saw this this handle hanging down, and he presses that, and then he sprays himself with water. So it- what makes me laugh about that is that when he goes out there in his jacket, his boxers, and his boots, oh, yeah. <laughs> pulling that thing, getting it going. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> He's sitting in just just fine now. But yeah. um, yeah. So obviously, as the movie progresses. Callie and Joseph, Manny, whatever you want to call them, their relationship, they get closer and they start hanging out and she opens up a lot to him. And it it gets to the point where he realizes that he just, he can't go through with this deal. He just can't. So he's avoiding his mother's calls. And but I'm still getting the feeling that he can't 
do it not because he's falling in love with her, but because he sees that that's her life. And well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I still keep getting that feeling, not that he doesn't, he's not falling for her too, but he actually has seen all this through her eyes and he's got a heart and, and he doesn't want to see all that taken away from them. Yeah. Not because it would be his doing. Yes, exactly. You know, like, like Callie made the comment when they were sitting up on that bench you know, looking out at all the property, she's like, this is the last place that has the memories of my dad that yeah. has the memories of my mom. Like this is all she has. And yeah, while money could buy her something bigger, bigger and better, that's not what she wants. She wants to stay where she's at and she wants to continue on there and improve. And, um, and as they're sitting up on that property, you, you see what becomes, you know, a bigger part of the storyline um, with those, um, the, the grapes that were brought over by her grandfather from France. And there's just a few of them, what, like eight? Twelve. So, uh, twelve. Okay. So, and, and they look rough, but they just, they just have been, you know, making this wine with them and giving them out to friends and family and, you know, and they're just sitting up there by that vineyard, as you want to call it, just a tiny little thing, but just talking about everything. And, that's a point her dad's favorite spot because that was the one thing that he was so proud of and it had nothing to do with the income or anything it was something he just enjoyed doing yep exactly because they're not selling this wine they're just making it to have for themselves and like she said give out gifts and and family at christmas yeah yes so um okay so all this in in the meantime, all this time, Joseph is learning how to take care of the ranch by calling Manny every time he has a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and Connor continues to bother her and uh, try to interfere in her life and yes. destroy the relationship that she's beginning to have with uh, Joseph who is called Manny because he took Manny's name. Yes. And, um, and mom, he's ignoring mom's phone calls. And what what was Leo? Is that his name? Leo Leo was getting the phone calls, but he was letting him go to voicemail, eventually playing his game, but he'd listen to him and he'd tell Joseph, got to call your mom. But Joseph wasn't ready to, because he didn't, he was, he didn't know how to save things yet. Yes. I think he wanted to have, yeah, he wanted to have that idea of what could potentially save this place before actually having them sign paperwork. And one of the things that I was impressed with, with Joseph also was the fact that I saw throughout the whole thing that he didn't like lying to her at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, yes, he walked onto the property with that intention of charming his way in, getting her to sign the paperwork and getting Mm -hmm. the heck out of there. However, he saw immediately that that wasn't going to happen. Exactly. And he did keep asking for more time to get to know her. And that was his words, to get to know her, to see where her 
maybe weak points were, but there were never any weak points. Yeah, or if there ever was, I just don't think he would have been able to act on it. Just knowing that, I don't know, I think he, I mean, you can tell he felt guilty. He, he hated lying to her. Absolutely. And, and, so, I mean, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't actually picture him besides his looks as being a womanizer. Because if you remember when the scene opened, the very first scene opened, he had mm-hmm. just gotten out of bed with a woman that mm-hmm. he probably didn't even remember her name mm-hmm. and he was leaving and he said, I'll right. call you. There's breakfast yeah. downstairs. So they were obviously at a hotel. Um, but there's breakfast downstairs and she's like, yeah, right. You're not going to call. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't say, yes, I will. He just like walked out. And right. during that whole time that he was at the farm, I didn't see that side of him at all. No, it was a, a very different environment to be in. And, you know, she's just not the normal girl he's used to dealing with. Right, right. So that presents a little bit of a challenge. But don't you think part of it was that she didn't fall head over heels about him? Oh, yeah, she wasn't swimming. He looked darn good. He looked darn good in jeans and no shirt. (laughs) Yep, and she, yeah, she was not swimming. And she told him flat out, one strike and you're out. You know, she just, she was not putting up with any crap. Right. And she just didn't have the time for it. Right. And, you know, it's, yeah, she made that very apparent. and. But, you know, she, she had to do what she had to do. I mean, if, you know, Hannah's too young, mom's too sick. So she's got to be the, the strong-willed one or else, because without her, everything, everything goes bye-bye. Yeah. So uh, mom gives up on the phone calls and decides to make a surprise. Well, she wasn't trying to make a surprise visit. She actually was trying to let him know she was coming. He just wasn't returning her phone calls. Yeah, he forced mom's hand. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He did. He did that. So she shows up, and she does present a very good deal. And I think just a few days before that is when... um, Callie gets the the papers again from the bank and a phone call again from the bank. They get an eviction notice, yes. Yeah. So, um, and we're not going to go into too much of that, but so it's it's kind of fun to sit and watch this rich, wealthy real estate lady um, talk to Callie's mom, thinking she's the owner of the dairy farm, yeah. and convincing her to sign these papers, which it really was a good deal. I mean, well, yeah, it, by it no means were they going to get screwed over, right? Um, so it it was a good deal as, as far as mon- monetary wise. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really liked it when her her mom's like listening to everything, and then she says. Well, because she said, you know, I'll give you the night to think about it or whatever. And she says, well, that's not up to me because two years ago I signed it over to my daughter. Yep. So she went through her whole spiel, like trying to smooth talk her. And then her daughter's over here. It's like, uh-huh. She's like, let me show you the door. Yep. <laughs> she just wasn't having it. No, she wasn't. And, but, you know, one thing I, I really did like, though, that it is, it's interesting that they wrote it that Callie didn't have any type of positive reaction towards it is when 
Amy, Joseph's mom, does show up, he's like, I'm not going to let you do this. You know, when he's outwardly talking, mom and Hannah are on the porch and Callie's coming around and he, he's just like, you can't do this. This is a family. I'm not going to let you do this. And instead of being like, you know, kind of having a moment where she's like, oh, she's like, you've been lying to me. She was addressing him. That surprised me because like she could see that he obviously was standing up for her, even though, so what you guys don't know is that Connor being the con artist that he is, and he, I think he was an asshole, but yeah. I really did. And I don't think he gave a crap about the farm. I I think he just wanted her and that was it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, I I didn't really even see him mourning his friend. You know, maybe he right. did, but I'm you know, so I shouldn't probably say that, but I didn't see that part. All I saw was he just kept wanting to take care of her, pretending like he was this nice guy, but yet he wasn't. No. Um, and then you know, finding out all the, the real information about Joseph and sending it to her. Yes. Um, you know, he could have very nicely confronted Joseph and Joseph could have told him what was going on and it would have been a whole lot better, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't care about that. All he wanted to do was yeah. break them up. Yes. Um, so, so she got all that stuff right before mom showed up. Yes. So she was angry. But she saw Joseph defending her and sticking up for her and she's it didn't phase her yeah and that's you know like I said I'm I'm, it'd be interesting to know why like I don't know if they're just trying to portray her character as so strong that she's not going to be swayed by anything he had said at that point because she was just so angry and I think she was pissed that she was lied to yeah and that she let herself be lied to um and you know know, we left out a part and we won't tell that part but something very emotionally important yes emotional happened the night before yes it wasn't good timing no it was not you know so so where are we at so you know she shows mom the door and says you know well you know I'll think about it and and you know we we can't go into too much detail because we you know definitely don't want to blow the ending of it but Joseph then is basically making it his mission at this point to help them save the the dairy farm and and let me point out that he in no way thought that he had a chance of convincing her to forgive him so yeah he was unselfishly trying to still save that farm for her trying to make things right for the and you know when him and connor did have a a confrontation after the fact yeah and you know, kind of changed Connor's tune a smidge. Um, but it was, it was a pretty tense confrontation, you know, and, but that's where you, you realize that, yeah, he's, he knows he's not going to be able to win her back and but he wants to do what's right. Yep. yep. And, and that's why it was really confusing to me to, to hear, you know, that back in the city, he was he was this playboy who right. who didn't care about anybody's feelings or anything and here he is on this ranch and it doesn't it doesn't matter that he's not forgiven or or anything he's going right. to make things right so i think i think that shows how somebody's raised too even though his okay. mom i mean we don't know the story behind her 
with her right. husband or you know any of her life right um, so we don't know any of that but um I think at the end when you see how proud of him the mother is yeah that she loved him very much that there must have been a good relationship growing up yeah and you know it mentions that his dad you know, it's been, you know, years since he had passed. So you, you find out that, you know, you get the impression that he was younger. So she was probably a, a single mom for a long time, which would right. then will have a good, you know, good bond. And I don't know, like it says, they didn't go into any backstory. So I don't know how long this business has been around. Was this her husband's business? Was this a business she started to support her and her son? Like, you just don't know. So anything prior to that, but yes, yeah, she did something right. And she did say that there at the end like you know she's proud of of what he's done and you know and obviously we're not going to say what it is but you know either way you look at it you know they had that moment where it's like yep you see a little bit deeper into that relationship that they have and and know that it's not just strictly business but she must have been hard too because he was quite surprised that she was so proud of him yeah yeah, no, I don't know if that was because of the business, because she wasn't going to get. Yeah, I think it was just about the business, because I think if I'm right, I remember him saying, I'm sorry, I lost a deal for you. And I know that was a lot of money. Right. He said it doesn't matter about the money. Yeah. And then offers him, you know, the position that he was he wanting to have, get. Yes. Yeah. So after all said and done, you know, regardless, she was so proud of him and still gave him the option, you know. So there, there was, there was a bond there and there was, I think that's, I, I think she had some goodness in her, you know, you, you separate business and personal life and that's probably what we're not seeing because we don't, it's really not about those two, not really. So we don't get to see that part, but that's what I'm getting from it is that they probably did have, as he was growing up, a good mother, son relationship and it was probably in his college and post years that he was the playboy rich boy that didn't want to settle down and was probably oh, yeah. very aggravating to a mother I would be to me <laughs> right yeah like I, I'm, I'm with you on that like if my son grew up to be like that I'd be like oh man no but yet I can see them trying it you know, I mean, you got to learn the hard way, but yeah, if I, yeah. if I, if I ever heard one story of my son doing that to even one girl, I would, I would blow a gasket. <laughs> yep. I hear you. But yeah, I mean, you know, down the line at some point it is probably going to happen, but I think just the lifestyle is what influenced that and was able for that to continue because, you know, you're not monetary wise. He had the, yes. the, yeah, the upper hand of being able to do that. Um, yeah. And keeping all the girls quiet just by giving them uh, things that money could buy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But so, yeah, Miss Callie wasn't going to happen with Callie. <laughs> nope. You know, it's just, it's different. You know, I, I mean, humble people in raised in the city but there's just something about country life that seems to stick more to the the down home family values and that's you know I think 
it's just, I don't know, because it's slower pace. It's not the hustle and bustle of the city. It's, you know, when, as kids, when, you know, my dad, you know, he moved us out to the country and it was just, you chill out, you're more laid back, you're more relaxed and yeah, you're, everything's family focused. Right. And yeah, so I think, you know, just him being out there and getting away from what's normal for him just it did change him and and really from the get-go because I mean I don't know about you but when I get cabin fever in the middle of winter I I drive down to where I used to live and just to get out and clear my mind and make myself feel better so I I definitely saw that in the movie where it's just like you know his lifestyle was different out there and it seemed to be an easy easy habit for him to break maybe he was meant to be there that whole time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just didn't know it. Um, I am listening to you. What I was doing was looking up the name of, of the city where the dairy farm was. Oh, yeah. And it is uh, Petaluma. And it's located off of Highway 101, which I know that you've never been to California, but I did a whole lot of jobs in California. And Highway 101 is like the main highway going all the way from the top of the state to the bottom. So it's a real deal town. Um, it is. And it's in Southern Sonoma County, which um, is lower, the lower part of California. And then out in the middle of like nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it retains an old school charm. Hold on. It's loading back up. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Cause you know, they made a comment that they don't see snow out there. So it's a riverfront city directly off of Highway 101 in Southern Sonoma County. It retains an old school charm apparent in the downtown area, which I, I we briefly saw. Yeah. Briefly. I think when um, Leo and Manny were sitting on the bench, that was about yeah. the only part of the town we really saw. And then when they visited, I, I don't even know where they visited the wine guy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but yeah, then you see like the bar where she was working. But yeah, you really you don't see much of the downtown. So this There's is interesting. It says today wineries, restaurants, and shops inhabit the historical buildings of downtown Petaluma. Nice. So, so they're they're keeping true to the town that they're filming. They are. So that's cool. They are. And then I've got a map here. So if anybody knows about California. Um, gee, they're right in the center. Wait a minute. No, they're probably a hundred miles from the coast, so they're they're more in the central part of okay. California, and not way down, not way down south, but also not north. So about the mid mid part of California well that's cool to know let's see it's a 90 minute drive from San Francisco which isn't that where their business was yeah I better or was it Los Angeles I can't remember it was San Francisco okay I, I remember them saying that he was from San Francisco and blah 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 so yeah it was San Francisco okay. but and San Francisco is um, actually north of Los Angeles that's pretty okay. so 
man, 40 minutes doesn't seem like very far. It had to be mid-state. Right. This Pataluma, Pataluma. How did I say it was pronounced? Pataluma, I think? Pataluma. No, Peta. 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 O-P-E-T-A-B. O-P-E-T-A-B. A-L-U-M-A. Petaluma. Petaluma. That's mouthful. <laughs> uh, not as bad as I've done, especially when you were not on there. Uh, I, I think you did just fine on those, but I did miss being on here. Well, I missed you being on there. How many times did I say, okay, yeah, you were on there. You would be uh, yeah. saying those things for oh, me. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I, I told you, man, I was riding that struggle bus. I know like one I way, know. man. <laughs> so anyway, um, you guys, we, we really hope that you'll watch it, even though we, I think we've done better about not telling too much, yes. but enough to maybe spark your interest. Do not look it up and look at the ratings because the ratings do not tell it. No, I, I I'm yeah. going to write, I'm going to write in and tell me the crap. You know what? I kind of, I have to wonder if it's because it's not your normal, what you would consider normal Christmas movie. There's no snow, you know, and it's, it's literally said well, it's on a dairy farm. And it's not in the mountains. Well, and that's the thing. So most of these Christmas movies you see are in the Northeast or maybe the Midwest. So it's got that Christmas feel. You don't, I mean, you see a Christmas tree in their family room, but it's not like they're wandering through town and you're seeing all this decorated up Christmas town and all these, you know, well, that's these why social gatherings. California Christmas, though, because they don't go all out. Yeah. So and I'm wondering if that maybe has something to do with it. So can I can I tell you something? Yeah. So uh, my daughter and I lived in Florida for... Mm-hmm almost 12 years mm-hmm. and our our Christmases now we lived in Fort Lauderdale our Christmases was 80 to 85 degrees and sunny um, yeah. we didn't even though like the downtown had Christmas decorations up mm-hmm. um, we did not miss the snow and all that of Illinois I can remember you know mom and dad calling and and going, you know, oh, we wish you were here. And we're like, oh, no, you know what we're doing today after we open our presents? We're going down to the beach. We live yes. two blocks from the beach. And we loved it. But, you know, that just that just depends on the person. Um, right. So, yeah, if I, I will move back there. And, I, and that's where I'll be because I don't like, I think snow's beautiful. So if I could have it the one day on Christmas. Yes. That would be enough. I agree with you, but you know what? We're getting like 60 degrees this Christmas, so. Yeah, what was it last week? It was 70 something. Like, yeah, last Wednesday or whatever it was. Yeah, 70, in the in the 70s. In the 70s. And then that Christmas just... Eve is 61. Crazy. And then it's like 55. I remember three yeah. years ago, Halloween, which even our Halloween it's used to be so... cold and rainy. Halloween was, was 80. And we're like, What? Like yeah. we used to freeze going out trick or treating. Yeah. Well, then the next year it snowed because I remember taking my kids. Yeah. It was, it, but I mean, it was like measurable snow too. But however, really however, the West Coast is having very, very different weather now too. 
So yes. my dad um, just texted me today. They're getting six to nine inches out where they're at. So they're going to have a white Christmas. I'm like, you're so lucky. Send us pictures. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, he will. He'll be like, guess what? And you got 60 degrees. I'm like, uh-huh. You'll pay for that. <laughs> he teases me all the time. Yeah. If we could have snow for Christmas, even to Christmas, I, I'm fine with the rest of the year being a straight on 70 degrees and sunny. Because that's, that's just perfect. Okay, so um, for you out there in the audience, I just want to say that um, because we're so close to Christmas Eve and we both have things that we have to do and catch up with and everything, we're, well, my idea was this was going to be our last one. Um, I think maybe between Christmas and New Year's that we should do the California City Part 2. I agree. I, I, like I said, I'm probably going to watch that tonight just to kind of relax and chill. I mean, I've been on, my husband finally got me to watch Yellowstone. So I need to catch up to him. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you said that because today, uh, one of the men that came in to get a gift certificate on his shirt said Yellowstone. And I said, is that from Yellowstone, the series, or did you go to Yellowstone? Right. And he said, from the series and I'm like really they have like a place where you can go on and get this and he said one of his friends found a, a website for Yellowstone yeah. and you can actually purchase and it was just a black shirt with the yellow word Yellowstone yep and I there's a lady here in town okay yeah there's a lady here in town who sells them I can send you her info but like people the real nuts. deal is that she's probably just making them well, yeah, it's, it's not going to be like official merch, but it's going to be like, like if you don't want to get the official merch, but yeah, there, I, I can make them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, um, I've heard of it and oddly that, another of, well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm into the second episode and they pack so much into the first two episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh, but I love Kevin Cosner. <laughs> Okay, but do you realize I love it's, been, it's been on for two years now? You got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, well, uh, my husband is currently in season two, episode like t- in the teens or something, I think he said. So I've got, I do have some catching up to do. I'm just glad he doesn't want to watch the first season and, and get caught up with him because, oh, I mean, we literally see each other. In the, he still works from home, but we literally see each other in the morning for a little bit. No, he comes down to make his lunch and in the evenings. So, but no, I, I'm going to catch up on that eventually. And I think I, I'm going to watch this. it tonight too. So we're going to get off so we can go watch movies. Yes. And we will be back after Christmas. Um, what day is Christmas on? I don't know, Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday is so Christmas Sunday, day. Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So what's that date? 28th, I think. Okay. So the 28th. We'll be back on the 28th to tell you about the, so don't watch it don't watch it yeah. the second one yeah watch the first one the give first yourself one. a break for Christmas <laughs> oh do we want to tell them why these two had such really good chemistry honestly? I think you should I'll give you the okay answers. okay so in my research I found out that they are actually husband and wife in real life and what I where I was really just surprised that their chemistry like I mean obviously they had you, you can just feel a bit when she shoves him on that front porch. I mean, you can tell like anytime he probably like left the toilet seat up at home and she fell in, she was like, putting all of that anger. I mean, they, they do very well on screen together and, and 
that just I think that kind of shows just how well you know their marriage seems to be very solid because they did good and she is the writer of this and Lauren um and he's a director yes so it's you know and there's only 15 cast members so it's not this big huge production and I it's a little bit more of nitty-gritty Christmas, but I think they did really good. I mean, you, you have 15 cast I do, you guys. And- so you, you guys, you need to help us out and go in and watch the movie and rate it. So like, we yes. need to bring those reviews up because it really is a good movie. Yeah, I um, need to read the reviews. I didn't read them, but I just know that it didn't have the rating I thought it would. Well, so. obviously, if there was a lot of good reviews, then the rating would have been up. We don't, we yeah. don't, get, you know what, Rotten Tomatoes, I, I don't even care about them because they always give bad reviews. I mean, they never mm-hmm. give things what they should. They, right. they are the worst possible critics there are. <laughs> so if you get a good review from tomato, from Rotten Tomatoes, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I feel like they, they make a judgment and, and, and this I'm feeling like, okay. They're probably thinking, you know, there wasn't a lot of money put into this movie. You know, the husband was directing it. The wife, you know, wrote it and they're both acting. So they're not putting a lot of money out to make it. Right. Um, that's too bad because it really, to me, is a really good movie. Um, and I do, you know what? I don't even have to say, so what do you feel like was the biggest life struggle? Because we talked about oh, We talked about, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I'm going to read the reviews because I, I want to know what people are saying, like given the reasons why they're only giving it, say, five okay, stars. Well, I'll just pull them up. Okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm really intrigued. Okay. Because I don't know, like I thought the acting was pretty good, but then again, I am not a movie, professional movie critic. <laughs> like my husband gets like makes fun of me all the time because I will watch a a lower end b-list horror movie than I would say you know the Freddy Krueger series or you know (laughs) just I love b-list movies so maybe I'm not the best person to (laughs) to well before I get back to that so I'm I still when I was going backwards you know because I was telling you like where um Petaluma was located uh-huh it's it's still just 23 miles from the beach so from the coast oh. so that you don't even get that feeling when you look at the land that they've got out there no you don't california sounds pretty cool california is pretty cool. i'm gonna tell you what san francisco i think everybody should go visit i would not want to live there but that's that's where that one movie that i was in was at and i was oh yeah actually um, working on a Marriott hotel Um, then San Francisco now I don't know today it was quite a few years ago but it was just a really cool city Um, a lot of homeless though Um, I I, I do know that yeah you know a a lot of drugs that kind of stuff but as as far as the the hills and how how the city's built and everything and the wharf, yeah. it's it's a cool city to go visit once. Right. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> and I'm getting there. Okay, so I want to do views, or should I put reviews? Reviews, yeah. Reviews, reviews. Um, 
Yeah, but if if I had to do a movie on uh, a Florida Christmas, I mean, I, I'd I'd have to do it in the middle middle of Florida instead of on a beach because guess right. what? There's nothing going. There's no Christmas trees on the beach, right? And there's not <laughs> the lights that are up or around the bars that are on the beach, which are there all year <laughs> round. So. <laughs> No one's climbing up the palm trees to, you know, decorate them all up and whatnot. No, no. I bet you there's a Christmas movie, though, that's set in Florida or something. I have never seen one. So if you find one. I'm just looking for one. Yeah, see, that's a 3.9. That's crazy. Yeah. No, man, that's that's on on IMDb. It's like (laughs) 5.3. So it's like that. I thought the 5.3 was bad. This one here is. 3.9. 3.9. 3.9. Just pulling up the movie itself. Okay, so yeah. audience reviews. For me, the first one was a five star. Okay. Because for me, this film gives me so much impact. A rich guy can be fall in love. I, now, remember, I'm reading what they, how they wrote yes. it. So, yes. Not in proper, proper English. Gotcha. For me, this film given me so much impact. A rich guy can be fall in love with a ranch girl who never experiences to see snow in her entire life is a simple lifestyle in ranch that Joseph, the main actor, realized that he can change all those luxurious lifestyle into a simple countryside young man, all because of love. I love this film. It gives us much lesson, and it's really true that love can change everything. Congratulations to all the cast and crew. You guys did a great job, especially to the real couple who I adore so much, Josh Swigard and Lauren Swigard. Very good. Okay. The next one only gave a three star. Okay. Because this movie isn't going to be like one of those top amazing rom-coms, but it's pretty good for what it has. I thought the acting was good, but the plot was bad. What is that about the plot? I don't know. Um, the two main characters seem to have a chemistry. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll all agree on that. But the dialogue and the plot angle was kind of out of place. I think there needed to be a stronger dramatic conflict and a good hardcore resolution with a more heart-stringing, tugging end. Well, I mean, this isn't Hallmark Christmas movie. This is Netflix. And they seem to be... They're not, you know, your your heavy duty rom com like they said. This is there. I felt like Netflix. I feel like their stuff is a little bit more gritty, and I feel like it's just a little bit more real life. Here's their suggestion. Okay, this is how they suggest they should have done it so the movie would be better. It has potential. Maybe showing how they grew their vineyard to something that helped them make the money they made. Also, um, if they showed the mother die and made it a tear jerking, very close scene. And I, you know, Christmas, Christmas is supposed to be filled with a lot of good things. And so, I mean, you've heard me say this over and over again. I like it when I'm watching a Christmas movie that isn't dark. Like this is the one time of the year where we should feel happiness and all those things. So 
I didn't mind it not showing those things, even though we knew the struggles were there. Yes, but they address it. You just have to be paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know, you do find out how they end up saving it and how they acquire the money to save it. You do find out what happens to the mom. It, It doesn't come right out and say it though. You have to really watch the movie and look for, and look for that. Like we were just talking about that. Well, I'm going to tell you what, this guy, this next guy, I'm a find. <laughs> Did he not like it? <laughs> he gave it a one. Oh, ouch. He says, that's like, yeah, that's this like was, leaving a penny tip, man. No kidding. Yeah, this was solidly terrible. The main plot line was painful. When the lead actor got his axe stuck in the stump, I wish it was stuck in me. There are some months. <laughs> Um, montages montages that feel like Montage. a prescription drug commercial but the only drug I wanted was a lethal dose of morphine this is somebody that was just nuts they shouldn't have even wrote that maybe, maybe I'm if gonna I had a, a bottle or two of wine it could have gotten better May, and, then he, and then really honestly it's just a Hallmark type movie that is so untrue it is no, not- that is that is far from a Hallmark movie. Um, it said he said Netflix recommended it as something similar to National Lampoons. I will say, producing a movie during COVID couldn't have been easy, and it was better than a lot of other flicky Christmas movies. I don't know how it got connected with National Lampoons whatsoever, because I, I don't know. Okay, the next one is four star. Okay. Honestly, I thought it was quite well. For once, it wasn't a cheesy kids romance movie. There was a bit of stuff in here that seems more than just PG-13. But besides that, I thought it was great. What I meant from what was previously stated, warning some spoilers, is that the two get together, fall in love, kiss, then they start taking their shirts off and her bra is even undone. You don't see any breasts, but I still thought that was a bit too much. Well, it it gives the PG-13 rating right there on the screen. So So you don't don't really see anything. You just know what what they did. Yeah. Netflix is, it's not a cable network. So you're not going to, you're going to probably see a little bit more on the PG-13 end than you would on, say, cable TV. This is not something you're going to want to sit down with your eight-year-old and watch. (laughs) Um, okay, but, next one. Yeah. Five star. Okay, let's but, hear it. But the story doesn't look like it. He means it. Oh, come on. That farm was falling, be- was failing because of her pride. That's not true. Well, That's not I true. Mean, because, wait. No, 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 wait a minute. Just let me finish. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. She, the only chance she had was a realtor who was going to buy the property to turn it into an industrial park. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't failing because of her pride. She was working her butt off. They're, they're, they're right. saying because if she would have taken the money, it would have been fine, but they weren't put, they weren't taking the money and saving it. Right. And maybe, and maybe they're thinking, had how they saved the farm not come along maybe he's saying that was her pride that 
ended up being the reason for that. You know, have have the saving had the, the saving situation not come up, they would have lost it. The bank would have taken it, and he's probably just saying this because she was too proud to take money. But it, it, again, it's all about family for her, not necessarily hardcore pride. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, and then he said, and that skeevy guy really all buddy buddy now. Well, I suppose oh, people can man. change. People care way too much about names when they need to be concerned about content of character. And Manny, what a sweetheart! I'm telling you, man, I really love Manny. <laughs> Guys like him deserve a break, especially when the right people are in their lives. So sweet, beautiful, hopeful story. So that was yeah. kind of confusing. That was a confusing Yeah, well, I think video. he liked parts of it, it sounds like. But I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's, there's that, just a that few was different just a week stories. Ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's one from a female. Females and males are so different in their reviews. Yeah. Five star. And it was okay. just three days ago. Loved it. I couldn't wait to find out. There was another one. Now I have watched the new one. Uh Uh-oh. I would love to see even another one with their baby in it. Oh. Because they just had a daughter. Well, they just had a daughter in real life. Oh, in real life. Okay, gotcha. Um, So now they want to see a third movie with their baby in it. Um, Starting out the kid young. (laughs) And more films of it. I just love it. It is so close to my heart. My sister died of cancer in October. Uh, 12 days before my birthday, but she would have loved this film. Lauren also loved wine and her family and friends and had a love for life and traveling. It was a great movie. Okay. Oh, here comes a guy. Okay. Okay. Two star. I wish I could give it a two and a half instead of a three, which is what it was given. This movie is a typical movie that you can have it in the background and you can still follow along while doing things. That is some <laughs> full of crap. The I resolving, struggled with that initially, but you know. The resolving of the plot was something I didn't expect. So props to that. But for the rest of it, it's a generic movie. At least the guy is nice to look at. I mean, there's only so many ways you can do a holiday romance drama movie I mean you know I kind of feel like you know there's a few new I don't even want to say genres but there's a few new storylines that are coming out that are different but for the most part when you have a rich guy and a not rich girl who's just doing her own thing and he's out he sets the sights on it's gonna be relatively the same I mean he did give some props there but I'm going to give two more and then I'm going to stop. Um, Okay. Wow. Um, This one says it's a four star, extremely good hearted movie where a guy ends up winning the heart of a girl who has been trying hard to keep her business running without seeking support, how they both meet and fall in love while dealing with different facets of life will make you smile for sure. And then the next one was just two days ago. A pretty cute, predictable rom-com. Yeah. 
acting believable. I sat through the movie wishing it would move a little faster. Really? Well, I mean, we talked about that. You know, she you didn't talked give in. about that. Or, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, in the beginning, you said you couldn't get into it. I never felt that way. But I mean, when it comes to the character development, I mean, his was quick, like to change. But she, they kept her on that pretty stubborn streak there until about the beginning or I mean, middle I don't of the think movie. It was a slow movie. No. I don't, I don't remember how long it was. And that just goes it was almost two hours, but that just goes to show you that me not knowing that there's a movie I'll come out and go, Oh my God, it was two hours long or two and a half right. hours long. I didn't do that. Like it was over and I was like, Oh, I want to see it again. Yeah. I think it was like a, an hour, 47 minutes, something like that. Just under two hours. I mean, it, it's a change. If you're looking for something a little different than snow and, you know, local family, restaurant veterinarian you know trying to get out of the small town this is a little different so I'm wondering if people aren't making some judgment on on like I told you that it was you know it was made or written by Lauren and um, directed by what's his real name her husband's name um Josh Josh. Yes. Because yeah, the I, review says this has to be the worst film I've seen in the last 20 years. Awful, awful script, ridiculous plot, and acting so bad that a kindergarten class could act out the entire cast. See, I'm going to disagree there. I thought the acting was good. That's why I was really intrigued to see why people were giving it such a low score because I thought the acting was pretty good. It was. You know, and especially with Netflix movies, I don't see many, too many bad acting movies. I mean, there's some, but not very many. Netflix, not many. You know, Netflix. I, I, I actually own a bunch of shares in Netflix because I could see that just keep growing and growing because they, yeah. they hire, and contract actors to do just Netflix movies, and oh, okay. they're good. Okay, well, anyway, it says, I managed 27 minutes, but by then my eyes were bleeding. <laughs> I was concerned when the titles showed produced by Lauren Swickard, oh. written by Lauren Swickard, starring Lauren Swickard and Josh Swickard. Ouch. See, that seems to me like somebody that knew them or was just making a judgment because a husband and wife. Yeah, or because she's not high profile, you know, it's, I don't know. Oh my gosh. And the very last one, well, I'll do the last two. Um, It's a guy. This movie made me want to shoot my television screen. They're they're being quite dramatic. I know. When the movie... (laughs) When the mother says that she doesn't want to live longer, I can see why. I would rate zero, but stars, but it makes me give at least one. So for these people who are not liking the drama of the movie, they're sure getting quite dramatic and very descriptive of their thoughts on the movie. You and I want to say I want to say that this had this is by somebody that had nothing better to do than to go on 
and look up reviews of movies and just start writing bad reviews. Maybe to kill time. <laughs> um, and so then this last one I'm going to read is a four star. And it says, I actually liked it. Sure, it's cliche and predictable, but that's expected from a USA Christmas movie. I think the actors did really well with what they were given. I'm not understanding this. I'm sorry. With what they were given and the overall team did whatever they could with a script or a story that was quite tedious. I'm so done. <laughs> it, it, I'm not taking it personally. Here, here's one that watched it a year ago that said really enjoyable film. The chemistry between all the actors is absolutely wonderful. I know that the main characters are married in real life, but they all seem to get along so well. Found this a very delightful movie. I guess it probably just depends on someone's personal taste. You know, I mean, if you if I put my husband in front of this thing, he's going to be like, really? But again, it's not his. And not then his the very, very last one was just a day ago. A feel-good, charming, heart-touching, heartwarming movie. I will definitely recommend it to all. Do watch it and enjoy a beautiful Christmas movie with love a California Christmas. I'll end it with that one because you guys, you guys heard a lot of bad reviews and I, and well, some of them, they weren't even speaking proper English. So maybe they didn't understand the English that was going on in the movie. I don't know. Or maybe they don't understand American movies. Maybe they live yeah. different lives because they were from, other countries which i'm not being prejudiced i'm just saying you know other countries live differently yeah well and yeah i mean different you know when you have movies the international movies like some of us you know aren't i you know, going to understand a french international movies so yeah like we may not enjoy a french film but over right. there that's that's normal you know so i mean yeah i mean everyone's got their opinion and whether we like it or not but it's hard to hear the negative stuff when you like something so much it is um, and I guess I, I'm an honest person, a really honest person. And, and I would actually say if, if I felt like there could be some things done better, I, I, I've watched it five times now. <laughs> <laughs> and I really did look for flaws. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and and I think the storyline was really good. Yeah. Um, and I liked the way that it didn't go into the really, really dark side, even though we knew that she lost her yeah. husband and, and her father. And yeah. even though we knew that mom wasn't going to last, they still had what I feel like we all need to do is, is to have a positive outlook mm -hmm. um, no matter what. And you know, her mother was a great person in this movie and a, and a good relationship. And they didn't talk about faith, but you could see that the mother was at peace. Mm -hmm. um, so all those are good feelings to me. And I think mm -hmm. they were portrayed very well. Yeah. Um, and they did good handling the dark parts without getting super dark. Right. And, you know. I really don't think too many people during Christmas want to see a lot of dark. I wouldn't think. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, I, I like my my scary movies. So, you know, I was talking about Krampus the other day, which it was more of a comedy, like a, a stupid horror. But, you know, some people like that. But for me, I personally, you know, it's it's been a rough couple of years. So I if I have to bury my nose into cheesy rom-coms or whatever, I want to do it. <laughs> just to give myself a little bit of a break from reality and enjoy some enjoy some some good times even if it's cheesy okay well it ain't hurt anybody okay so do do we do we feel like we should still give it good reviews yeah i liked it okay well we're gonna go and we're gonna go watch the second part and we will yes, talk to you yeah. on next Tuesday. Gosh, I can't even believe it's coming so fast. I know. It's it's gonna come quick. It always seems like once we get into the twenties of December, it's like right. woohoo. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on and thanks for watching the movie and giving giving it a second chance. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we will talk to you soon. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, oh, and I wanted to tell you guys, if you could please, if, if you're watching it on YouTube, you can give us a rating. Um, but also if you would go to Spotify or, or Apple podcast or Spreaker or Google podcast, any of the plat- platforms that podcasts are on, you can find us under life struggles and Spotify is now Spotify. Sorry. Spot- Spotify is now giving you a part where you can rate um us so if you would give us a good rating we would really appreciate it Um, yes (laughs) and um, we'll see you next time or we'll you'll hear us next time whatever it's going to (laughs) be